Hey yo, what up slackers? I'm back and so is Dragon Ball. Now we're back on to episode number 7. Um, yeah, today I did prepare some big words and vocabulary, so let's get into it. Adequately. Adequately means, um, sufficiently. Um, enough. Not enough. Enough is like, yeah, like, knock that shit off. Um, but adequately is more about whether you've done something enough. Um, relentless. This is a cool word, and it's quite appropriate to describe some of the characters here that we have in Dragon Ball. That means you, in the pursuit of something, you won't give up. You're just like so determined, so driven to go after something. You're relentless. Three, step on each other's toes. This is kind of like in a crowded room, um, you step on each other's toes. You're kind of like hurting each other, hurting each other's cause or interfering with each other there. And the last one, friend or foe. I just thought of this one because I, uh, you know, with all the new characters coming into the story, uh, Oolong, Yamchar, uh, Puar, and uh, as you will see, the, the new characters uh, that is coming in today, uh, are they friends or are they foes? Uh, of course, with respect to Goku and Bulma. Okay, so let's get into this story. Last time in episode number six, we know that, um, uh, so yeah, Yamchar and Puar uh, snuck behind the bus and uh, got a good shot at Bulma's breasts while she was showering. Yeah, you like that. Um, and uh, yeah, Yamchar, you know, he can't overcome his fear of women. So that's what he wants uh, to, to collect the seven Dragon Balls for, to make a wish so he's no longer afraid of talking to women. And um, yeah, in that process, we also know that uh, Goku and, and uh, Bulma, along with uh, Oolong, are, <laughs> are, are heading into um, the, the location that they found for the next Dragon Ball, which is the Fire Mountain. And this episode, oh, by the way, at the end of that last episode, their vehicle got destroyed because um, Yamchar and Puar was following them and uh, trying to and, and trying to uh, uh, knock them off the road. And uh, at the same time, um, Emperor Pilaf and his two uh, sidekicks, uh, Mai and Shu, they, they put a bomb, they, uh, they, they taped a bomb on the, on the van, on Oolong's van, and it blew up. Um, so now these guys are uh, without a, a vehicle, but then they finally arrived at the Fire Mountain. So this episode starts uh, when they started talking about how um, uh, between Bulma, Goku, and Oolong, they're talking about the legendary Ox King, who dwells at the Fire Mountain. And, um, yeah, so Bulma, um, doesn't really, Bulma doesn't really believe in this legend, and she thinks that the, 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 the so-called terrible Ox King, um, is only just an urban legend. And, and then, um, they saw the Fire Mountain under... Uh, under, like, or, or uh, right on the horizon, and they thought it was a beautiful sunset, but in fact, it was um, basically a mountain full of fire. 
in the Chinese novel Journey to the West, the Fire Mountain is an eternal flamed, inflamed, inflamed. Uh, it's an eternal uh, burning mountain, and the fire of it kind of um, gets to the surrounding villages, and people can't live anywhere nearby that mountain, and. You know, this, uh, this Dragon Ball story, of course, used it as a reference, and that's where these guys are heading into. And in the meantime, Yamcha and Puar are following Goku um, and Bulma, as well as Oolong, to, to uh, actually wanting to see them get destroyed by the Ox King, when, um, if they ever get a chance to meet. So, yeah, that's, that's basically... Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the band, and then the people that are following them. So the, yeah, the main characters followed by Yamcha and Puar. And then back, the scene cuts back to the, the, uh, Diablo Desert, where the vehicle blew up along with Shu and Mai. Um, they, uh, they failed Emperor Pilaf on finding the Dragon Balls and stealing them from Goku and um, Bulma, and they are then in trouble. And Emperor Pilaf being a ruthless motherfucker, uh, he's trying to uh, taser them. And in the process, he tases himself as well. Um, yeah, then, um, then, um, as, then the scene cuts back to Yamcha and Puar, where they, uh, they met a little girl. And this little girl, I mean, they, they saw a little girl, but she didn't see them. And she was battling a giant dinosaur. And this, this young girl, this young, tiny little girl, um, uh, to their surprise, takes out the dinosaur by cutting off his head with a device on her helmet. And then she then basically... Uh, made the entire dinosaur vaporize with uh with a beam shooting out from her her helmet this is something that they've never seen before so yamcha i guess yamcha was trying to save her but he didn't need to the the girl took care of the dinosaur by herself so as he congratulated her she tells him not she's not supposed to be talking to him and and then she was she was going to uh, vaporize him as well. So in fear, Yamcha uh, knocks her to the ground and then runs away. Now, finally, Goku gets Goku and company gets to the Fire Mountain, and he gets he gets onto his flying Nimbus and gets to uh, and and is trying to get through the flames, and the flames are too strong. And Goku falls off his flying Nimbus and into a nearby lake. Then, Bulma and Oolong, on the other hand, um, following Goku, they, they, they were able to meet the Ox King, who is this giant, big-ass, uh, badass-looking dude with um, this type of um, Viking helmet. And he is definitely not the friendliest guy around. He, um, yeah, he's trying to engage uh, Bulma and Oolong in battle, but of course, 
is not supposed to be fighting them. He's supposed to be fighting Goku. So Goku shows up and he hops onto the flying Nimbus and starts to fly circles around the Ox King, which makes him dizzy. So the Ox King asks Goku, who gave him the flying Nimbus? And what's his relation with Master Roshi? Uh, Goku, of course, tells him that Master Roshi um, gave him the, the flying Nimbus as a gift. And then uh, the, the Ox King actually confesses to Goku that he's also a, what do you call it? Um, a student there, a student of Master Roshi. Um, actually, he was, uh, yeah, Master Roshi was his old master. So I guess that student-master relationship no longer exists. And then he also realizes that Goku is a grandson of Go of uh, Gohan, uh, yeah, Grandpa Gohan. And actually, Gohan and Ox King were like brothers back in the day. So that was that was quite helpful. And so then the Ox King asked Goku, "Can he help uh, getting the?" Bansho Fan from Master Roshi because Bansho Fan is the only device that can extinguish the fire um, on Fire Mountain. And Goku said, no problem. And then in exchange, can he have the Ox King's Dragon Ball? I, I don't think the Ox King um, gave him an affirmative or negative answer, but he instead he tells Goku that why don't you go find my daughter Chi Chi? And Chi Chi is on her way to retrieve the uh, retrieve the Bancho fan, but um, he's been worrying. He's been worried about her and wants to know that she's safe. So, <laughs> quite surprisingly, the Ox King told Goku, "You can marry Chi Chi if you are able to find her and bring her along the along with the uh, Bancho fan back to the Fire Mountain." And uh, I guess that's a pretty, that was pretty easy for Goku to get a wife and a gift. So, uh, or, or I guess a wedding present. So, yeah, I, I guess Goku didn't even know what it means, what, what the guy means by marrying Chi-Chi. So, I, I guess he, he set out to go find her. And, and then the scene cuts back to Yamcha and Puar, who has been listening to the entire conversation as the Ox King was telling Goku about Chi-Chi, as well as about his history with Master Roshi and Grandpa Gohan. And then, all of a sudden, it dawned on them that the girl that they knocked out, um, who has been killing, who, who was killing that dinosaur, who killed already, who already killed that dinosaur, that might have been Chi-Chi. Um, so, they were kind of worried because they thought they might have accidentally killed her. So they went back to where they found her and thank God she was still there, unconscious on the ground. And Yamcha is so relieved to find that she's still breathing. And then Chi Chi wakes up and immediately, immediately was ready to attack Yamcha. So Yamcha tells this, Yamcha, you know, didn't know what to do. He tells Chi Chi, out of desperation that he's a secret admirer and he is madly in love with her. Then, uh, I guess Chi Chi didn't know what to say, but then Yamcha spots Goku and, and he quickly runs away. 
and Chi Chi was left talking by herself. Then Goku shows up and he sees Chi Chi and he recognizes her. I guess he knows who he who he was looking for. And he told uh, Chi Chi that what uh, the Ox King has told him and he is on his way um, to, to, to go back to Master Roshi to retrieve the Banjo fan. So Chi Chi and he actually invites Chi Chi on board the uh, flying Nimbus, but in the process for Chi Chi to uh, in the process Chi Chi pulled Goku's tail trying to get on trying to mount the flying Nimbus, and and then Goku <laughs> all of a sudden Goku was like as if Goku acted as if he just he just came, and Chi Chi is like wondering what happened, Goku. Tells Chi Chi, whenever his tail gets pulled, he loses all his power. You know, this like all of us. Whenever, like like all of us men, whenever our tails, whenever our tail gets pulled for a considerable amount of time, and make us too comfortable, then we lose all our power. Right? You know what I mean? So, yeah. So. And this was actually overheard by Yamcha, and he was really pleased to hear that because now he knows this, uh, he found out about Goku's weakness. And yeah, so next time when they meet, then he's got an advantage. Then as Goku and Chi Chi are flying through the desert on the flying Nimbus, uh, Nimbus um, Goku puts his, hand, <laughs> puts his hand on the crotch of Chi Chi. Because he was trying to find out whether she was a boy or a girl. And of course, she was a girl. And to this, uh, an unexpected move, Chi Chi was completely caught off guard. And she shoves Goku off the flying Nimbus. And yeah, which sends him flying off the flying off to the ground. And uh, yeah, but then she herself ultimately also crashes the, the the nimbus here i actually thought of a a place where i can use the use the word adequately so chi chi did not learn how to maneuver the flying nimbus adequately before she shoved goku off the off the uh, transportation and therefore she also fell to the ground there we go she didn't adequately learn how to flying how to, how to fly uh, this this cool gadget. Um, back to the story. We're almost at the end because Chi Chi actually confesses to herself that she has fallen in love with Goku. Um, of course, she didn't tell that to Goku, and even if she did, Goku wouldn't really understand what she's talking about because Goku does has not met a girl of his age probably ever. So. Yeah, so that was, that was pretty cool, and uh, yeah, then they finally landed at Roshi's Island, and they're immediately greeted by Master Roshi and the turtle. That was the last scene of episode number seven. Um, let's see where else we can put some vocabs to good use. Relentless. How about... Um, yeah, Bulma and Goku has become relentless at their pursuit 
of the Dragon Balls. That actually puts a bad light on these cool characters. So I, I don't want to use Relentless on them. Let's use Relentless on Emperor Pilaf. Emperor Pilaf is relentless at his pursuit of the Dragon Balls. That sounds a little better. Number three, step on each other's toes. So this is a perfect example. The different groups of people going after Dragon Balls keep stepping on each other's toes. By, by different group of people, I mean Goku, Boma, Nulo, and then even within that, even within that group, uh, <laughs> uh, Ulong has always been like kind of this little sneaky bastard who's trying to uh, take the Dragon Ball for himself and to sneak away. Um, so, and also the, the second group would be Yamcha and Puar, and the, the last group would be Emperor Pilaf and Shu and Mai. So, yeah, they have been stepping on each other's toes all along. And the last, um, yeah, and the last phrase is friend or foe. So we can use this to describe Yamcha and Puar. So, who are you? Friend or foe? Well, we shall find out in the next episode. That's a nice way to conclude our today's recording. And I wish you all a nice evening.